Welcome to another podcast from South Mims U, the university which knows no academic boundaries in the present or the future. And it's the future we're going to be not only talking about, but talking to. Yes, you, you heard that right. I am William Thackeray Forster, and I'm a reader in the Digital Philosophy Department, the study of the meaning, ethics and practice of technology in an increasingly hyperconnected world. One of our young protégés here at South Mims U is a 16-year-old student who is already on his way to a master's in coding, Edwin Turl, and he's invented a very special device. Inspired by Elon Musk's idea of a digital neural link which sits inside the human brain and which augments its natural powers with quantum computing in what Musk calls a symbiosis with artificial intelligence. Edwin decided to push the envelope even further and create a system that allows you to talk to your future self. That's right. Not only does the technology work inside your brain and with your brain, it also unlocks the secrets of time and parallel universes. Parallel computing, which crosses the boundaries of the known laws of physics. Would it work? Well, let's see. Just have to program this and go. Hello? Hello? Is that, is that William? Hi, it's William. Are you um, William? William Thackeray Forster? Well, the same. How are you, old chap? Well, this is the year 2020. 2020? Oh, my. So long ago. That was a very... <coughs> year. Oh, sorry. <laughs> That's OK. I mean, when you get to a certain age. No, 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 no. That wasn't me. Or uh, you. Uh, you'd never do that whilst on a call. You know that. You're right. I'd never... I mean, we'd never do that. It's that damn Edwin. He can't help putting in those childish sounds. He's famous for it. Especially now he's worth... dollars. Oh, OK. I think I see what's happening. The software won't allow you to tell me what happens in the future, right? Right. I could try and tell you tell you that... Uh, won the 2024 presidential election. OK, so I can't ask you... For instance, who will win the World Cup in 2022? Or So I can put an early bet on it. Who'd have thought would win? Amazing. Listen, look, look let's steer clear of any of um, um, predictions, shall we? I can't abide those puerile sounds. Agreed. Well, this is, I mean, this is, this is very strange. <laughs> you're telling me. <laughs> and yourself. This is, oh, this is very, very strange. But you, you do remember doing this. I mean, now, like, I, like I'm doing here in 2020, right? I, I remember it well. My memory is still good. I expected a farting sound then, but uh, it must be okay to tell you how I'm feeling. But that boil on your bottom will... Sorry, I, th that didn't work. Damn that, Edwin Turl. Anyway, I, I can tell you that the call, this call, had, has a big effect on you. It already is. I am allowed to give you advice, I'm sure of that. And there is one piece of advice I want to give you, and it is, uh, don't worry so much. We worry us, Forsters, and there's no reason to. Uh, I still have the copy of the book you're currently reading. If I've got the dates right, it's a book about Stoicism, am I right? 
Yes, the stoic approach to overcoming the challenges of life. I'm enjoying it. I think I think I am a natural stoic, really. You need to take setbacks in your stride, because there will always be setbacks and disappointments, and, and they will hurt you, us, me. But you, you get stronger with each hurdle, only if you overcome it. You can knock it down at first in a clumsy attempt to get past it, or, or even stop running. But eventually you know you have to get over it, so it is best to get over it as best you can without hesitation. OK, I know, but it's hard. From the perspective of 2020, I mean, I mean, I'm just 32. I mean, you're just 32, and now you're... Actually, how old are you? I mean, am I? I can't tell you. That would give you too good an idea of how long you will live. So you can't tell me what the year is, your year, in your time? No, nor the span of time between us, though I think you can tell from my voice that I am old. All I can say is that, old, though age is relative. You can be old at 32 and young at 98. And William, you are old. Then, you're now, in your now, you are feeling old. And that means you are old. You must stop feeling old. Stop worrying and act. Do things without worrying what people will think of you, how they will react, how they will judge you. Their judgment means nothing in the scheme of things. In the stream of time, their judgment will be lost. Whereas what you do, what you create, will last. Even if it is only in your memory, or even in this podcast. Do you still listen to this podcast? I can't tell you that. It would be, it would tell you how successful or unsuccessful it is, was, or might be. But that's that's what worries me: uh, failing, being unsuccessful. And that's what you must stop doing. Nothing is unsuccessful if it has been done, if it has been brought from an idea to a reality and taken its place in the world. That in itself is a success. So you should just do it. I know, but it's hard. I mean, you know it is. I can't see the upside. Even when I do something that is good, I can't accept the praise. It makes me think people are being disingenuous. You will never truly know what other people think. And because you will never truly know that, there is no point worrying about what they think. It is wasted energy. (laughs) Sorry. That doubt becomes a barrier to your own development. You worry more about what other people think than what you think or want. You can look at what you do and be honest with yourself about it. Uh, Then you can improve it or leave it alone because it is in the end what you want to say or do or present to the world. And then let others react as they choose to. You move on, strengthened by the fact that you have completed a task to the best of your ability. And with honesty and care, that is all. There is nothing more you can do. Maybe I'm just trying to please others without understanding that it's the act of doing which leads to deep understanding, not scanning other people for signals. That's it, dear boy, that's it. These other people, I can assure you, aren't worth worrying about, especially the critics. The critics who find pleasure in focusing on your faults or the flaws in your work. As Marcus Aurelius put it, Get inside him, that is the critic, and look at what sort of person he is. You'll find you don't need to strain to impress him. The academic world is so full of of critics, you know, everyone's a critic. 
I love my work, but everyone is sparring to be the smartest, the cleverest, the most cutting in their put-downs. You cannot control what they think. And that feeling of a lack of control is, is what gives you anxiety. It is a waste. Epictetus puts it nicely when he says, When I see an anxious person, I ask myself, what do they want? For if a person wasn't wanting something outside of their own control, why would they be stricken with anxiety? Sometimes I am stricken. <laughs> That's right, I am. And it's to no avail. I mean, the critic gains strength from it, doesn't he? Gain strength over you for no reason. Did they do your work? Did they do any work at all? Did they have your thoughts? Do they have any thoughts at all? You don't know. All you know is that you did your work and you thought it good enough to present to the world. So that is all you need. Now you move on. And that's an important point. Move on. Never let your anxiety or your hesitation slow you down or stop you from thinking or acting. Just act. That's all you have. Action. When you look back, as I am doing now, this is all you can see. What you did. If you did nothing, then you have nothing to look back on. If you did something, the things you wanted to do with the people you like and love, then you have riches in later life. But you... You can't tell me how you feel right now, can you? I take that as a no, then. Damn that, Edwin. What would happen if I advise him not to keep adding those sounds to the software? He won't listen to you. <laughs> oh, there was no farting sound, so he must not think it is a prediction that he won't listen to you. He knows, or the software knows, that it is in his nature, and so it cannot be a prediction. Just a stone-cold reality. The boy is puerile. So I I can't ask you about Carla? N no, you can't. I mean, I, I really love her. Don't ask me. I can't tell from your voice whether you're pained or, or happy. The software neutralises emotions like that. Emotions which could suggest what happens in the future. Oh, that's cruel. You agreed to enter into the experiment. You will have to live with this conversation, as I have. Carla is, is very, very dear to me. I know she is. I want, you know, I just want to be sure. You can never be sure about anything. Not of achievements or relationships. All you can do is enter into a relationship with honesty and optimism and then see what happens. If you have gauged the quality of another person's soul and intentions accurately, as accurately as any human being can, then you will be enriched by, this, by the relationship, no matter what its fate might be. And, and that's all you can tell me? It is, dear boy, it is. I don't like the sound of that dear boy. It was quite neutral, believe me. <laughs> I just didn't like the sound of it, if I'm honest. You're trying too hard. You're working too hard to predict the future. Let me tell you. As your future self, the future cannot be controlled and is never as bad or as good as you expect it to be. It just is the future you will inhabit. Your task is to inhabit it, live in it, as well as you can with what faculties and opportunities you have. There is no grand plan, no grand design, just one step after another. Accept that and you will be free of the burden of anxiety and you will make more decisive steps than you would if you remained anxious. Free yourself from the future. Then maybe this call was a bad idea. 
No, 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 it was not a bad idea. It is not a bad idea. When you get to my age, and when the choice is given to you, then you will understand. So you had a choice to talk to me, but if it was already in your past, then how could you make the choice? <laughs> well, that's the recursive conundrum which we must all face at some point. But surely if we're talking now, then when I reach the point of time which you inhabit, I will have no choice but to take the call. I mean, that makes sense, doesn't it? No, you will have a choice. And if I decide not to take the call? I decided to do it. Clearly, I did, because we are talking. But if I had decided not to, then I don't know. We're talking about parallel universes here, and no one understands them, even now. <laughs> I think my brain is starting to hurt. Then it's time to stop talking. My advice is to go to your playlists and listen to something. Something like Both Sides Now by Joni Mitchell. You know the version I mean. OK. I will. Thank you. It's my pleasure. Uh, our pleasure. Oh, oh, oh so, and, and do people still call us What the Fuck Forster? They do. We were burdened by the initials WTF, and there's no getting away from them. Be proud of your name. Our name. I'm still proud of it. Thank, thank you, William Thackeray Forster. Well, thank you, William Thackeray Forster. Goodbye. Goodbye. Live well. I will try. Yes, I know you will. Oh, <laughs> and avoid <coughs> at all costs. Um, what? Oh, our connection seems to have gone. Well, that was strange. I don't quite know how I feel right now. Invigorated and afraid at the same time. What would you do, dear listener, if you were given the chance to talk to your older self? It's a fascinating philosophical conundrum. Have a think and let us know what you would ask yourself your future self. And remember, the farts will block out the predictions. <laughs> no, I really must have a serious talk with that, Edwin. You never know, it might work. Well, come back to South Mims U for more mind-bending discussions. Thank you and goodbye. <laughs>